Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You're listening to the SportsGrid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, here we go. It is a Tuesday, November the 26th, 2019, as we get ready to uh, feast here this week. Thanksgiving uh, week, we look to give thanks, and uh, we look to hang around with relatives we haven't seen all year, and let the alcohol flow so we could hurry up and possibly get through it as uh, as quick as humanly possible. The good news is we got football, and uh, I can tell you this. I know who the Ravens are thankful for, uh, and that would definitely be one uh, Lamar Jackson who continued last night to press uh, forward and give himself a leg up, so to speak. Uh, let's say uh, that for a turkey day uh, pun, huh? A little leg up there on the uh, MVP race. And judging from what we witnessed last night, guys, it's um, I mean, I love Russell Wilson, but my word, uh, what he did last night on the road to uh, that number two Rams uh, rushing defense was uh, quite uh, interesting as uh, 15 of 20, 95 yards rushing, five touchdowns thrown. Um, There isn't a whole lot to say other than. Yeah, he uh, broke just about every record known to mankind on Monday Night Football. First player with five TD passes on a Monday, his first Monday Night Football game, by the way, on a Monday Night debut. He's the youngest player at 22 with multiple five TD pass games in NFL history. Uh, He's also the first player with four TD passes and at least 50 yards rushing in consecutive games. And yeah, he's the first player with at least 3,000 passing yards and 1,500 rushing yards over his first two seasons in NFL history. And uh, if much like we talked about it with the San Francisco 49ers, Dane, that if you weren't on board, if you weren't a believer, uh, I hope you're a believer in the 49ers defense and the 49ers team. And uh, much the same here. If we keep waiting for the wheels to fall off Lamar Jackson and what this Ravens team is doing right now, yeah, it's uh, it's not going to work, guys. Uh, get on board because Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, they are for real. And the only real question now, Dane, is who's going to stop them? There's only one team, I think, left that really can or at least has the best shot at doing it. Yeah, and uh, we're going to have to wait till the playoffs to see that rematch. But impressive, I don't think that's a, uh, I don't think that's a strong enough word for what uh, Lamar did last, what the Ravens did last night to the Rams. Yeah, absolutely, Joe. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, degenerates on Make It Rain. Let's cock-a-doodle do it. When I look back at the schedule also, Joe, in the last month, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have beaten the Rams on the road. They've beaten the Patriots at home. They've beaten the Texans at home. They've gone on the road and beat Russell Wilson and Seattle. You know, like, so who's left, really? You know what I mean? Early in the year, they lost a close one by five points to Kansas City when Patty Mahomes was, you know, still uh, able to run on, on that knee and on that ankle. But that was early in the season also. And what I'm struck by and what some of the guys are talking about after the game is, 
You know, when they got banged out of the playoffs last year, Joe, to, to the Chargers, Lamar was not able to do the things he's able to do right now. He was not able to beat people from the pocket. He completed like three passes in the first half of that playoff game, so there was a way to stop them. Now, he drops back to pass. His accuracy, his delivering the ball from the pocket, I really don't know, Joe. I really don't know what is going to stop them. The idea of their matchup next week against San Fran, though, kind of like strength versus strength, punch you in the mouth. That is going to be one where I hope to have extra independent brain neuroscientists on hand because they may be needed. But what I'm saying is Lamar Jackson is getting better and better every single week. So Ravens fans, enjoy it now because, listen, at some point he's going to get hurt. But until then... Ride the wave because you may just have the best team in the NFL. No, they. I mean, listen, seven straight right now in uh, in the season. They have just yeah. been absolutely uh, dominant along the way, averaging you know close to forty points uh, a game here in this stretch over the last uh, month or so. They have been great. Don't sleep on that defense either, though. That defense. Them. Yeah, that defense, too, is not getting any love because of Lamar. But the truth is that defense and that secondary got healthier. Uh, of course, they, they bring in Marcus Peters. He picks off his old team last night. Plus then gets into it with, baby. Yeah, Plus then he gets into it with uh, Patrick Ramsey. After the game there, they start uh, drawing at each other. They had to be separated. Hal Ramsey had to be forced back into the locker room because he kept wanting to go after Peters, who, uh, to say, was fired up for that game is an understatement. He didn't shut up the entire game. He was jawing at everybody that was on that. Every one of his old teammates. Um, Yeah, he had something to say. And then once he picked the ball off, that was the end of it, man. He got all the redemption that he wanted in that game. But can we, can we stick a fork in the Rams now, guys? Can we please? Can we stop talking about the Rams as this uh, dark horse in the way they are not a dark horse. They are exactly what we thought they were a team that is devoid of offensive line and a devoid of a quarterback who's not earning the $30 million you just paid him over the next couple of years. And Oh, congratulations. You're stuck with him. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We've been saying this, the idea of not only that contract, there's the girly contract. They got to pay Donald. They now have to pay Jalen Ramsey because they mm-hmm. traded away two first round picks. So he can go ahead and say whatever he wants. Yep. The Rams know they got to pretty much pay it. And so, yes, the walls are closing in on them on in game live yesterday, Joe, I brought up the Marcus Peters kind of revenge angle and I looked it up and Joe for him to get an interception was plus four sixty yesterday last night. So, that was a nice little hit that I gave out on in-game live. But this, Joe, I mean, they were. They were literally toying with them. They were practicing their dan- their touchdown dances on the sideline. Lamar Jackson actually had a snap that was a bad snap that was, like, rolled to him that he then, you know, makes three guys miss, scrambles for 29 yards, trips up at the one-yard line, and is pissed off that he didn't get in. They literally, Joe, scored a touchdown on every single drive they had in the game until like midway through the fourth. It was truly impressive. And I think there is a difference. He has grown since September. So the Chiefs lost, the Cleveland loss. This is a different player and a different team right now. Yeah, he only um, 
He only played three quarters, guys. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. I mean, he played one it's series like and scored Lawrence. in the fourth quarter and pretty much gave way for 14 minutes and 47 seconds to RG3. Welcome back to the league. Forgot he was even there. Um, but yeah, impressive is really was. just not. It's an understatement as to what it happened really last night. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Out of there. <laughs> Ain't nothing but against the party. All right, Pack Night uh, once again here in the sports investing universe tonight. Uh, 47 uh, college hoops games there, a couple of NBA, a couple of NHL, and two Mac action football games back at it. And yes, one includes Akron, but hey, it's still a game that we can invest in. It's certainly still a game that uh, we might be able to see whether or not they can cover two in a row. Uh, probably not, but it'd still be worth taking a look at. But I do enjoy that uh, Western Michigan, Northern Illinois contest here. I definitely think there is an edge we can exploit in this game. I definitely think there's an opportunity to make some money in Mac football tonight. We'll talk about that later. But what everyone is going to be focused on here this morning is the public darling last night, the Ravens, Lamar Jackson destroying the Rams 45 to six. That was a big loss for the uh, for the sports books last night as the liability was just tremendous as three out of four of the bets guys were going on the Ravens lay in the three uh, lay in the three and a half and also the over last night. So all of those things actually uh, cashed and cashed rather easily. So I, I don't think enough is being made of the job that Harbaugh and company have done with uh, with Lamar Jackson. Because people don't understand, you you got an offensive coordinator and a head coach last year, and Greg Roman and John Harbaugh, who halfway through the season decided that everything that we know that we have uh, we have been used to practiced everything, we're ripping it up, we're setting it on fire, and we're bringing in Lamar Jackson to replace a guy that has a Super Bowl ring. And halfway through the season, which was balls enough to be able to do that, and they did it. And they were kind of making it up as they went along last year. And, of course, we saw what happened there the second time around with San Diego right. in the playoffs. But this offseason, what people don't realize is that Greg Roman and Harbaugh sat down with Lamar, and they set fire to everything. Everything the Ravens have done over the last 15 years on Harbaugh offensively went out the window. And they sat down and worked constantly over the offseason to draw up a brand-new playbook designed strictly for Lamar with his input and in an ego-driven NFL, guys, for a guy like Greg Roman or any offensive coordinator to go, all right, forget it. Let's just burn everything that I know is an off. Everything I've put together, every play, everything out the window, they drew up an entire plan based upon the personnel they have, and this is what we are seeing right now. And I can't tell you, Dane, there are not – 
a whole lot of head coaches who'd be willing to put their asses on the line. There's not a lot of offensive coordinators who wouldn't be like, hey, I've been doing this 20 years. It's my way or the damn highway. All right. This is this is how it, we see this all the time with teams in the NFL. But Harbaugh and Greg Roman and that organization hats off to them for having the foresight and really just having the balls to get it done. Because if this if this went the other way, we you know, Harbaugh's job's on the line. Greg Roman may not get another job again. I mean, it was they pushed all their chips into the center of the table, Dane, and it's paying off big time for them. Yeah, absolutely. You talk about pushing their chips all the way into the center. I actually think it happened on even more levels than that, Joe. You know, when you opened the show talking about, you know, who the Ravens are thankful for. And obviously the answer is Lamar Jackson. In my mind, I was like, oh, Ozzie Newsome, mm. you know, the guy who drafted Lamar Jackson, who traded up to get Lamar Jackson at the back end of the first round in a draft after, you know, oh, Baker, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. It was, in fact, Lamar that went 32 overall. And it was Ozzie Newsom's, remember, his like final draft as the GM before he walked into the mm-hmm. sunset. That was a present to be thankful for. And then when you talk about Harbaugh and Roman, you know, the other part is last year, Joe, Marty Morningwig was the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, okay? Yep. Not only did they scrap the playbook and install a brand new offense, Greg Roman became the offensive coordinator for this effort, okay? And Greg Roman is the same OC with, that was with the Niners and Kaepernick, the same one that made Terod Taylor go to the playoffs with the Buffalo Bills. This is the guy to employ when you have a kind of running quarterback. So they certainly went all in, like you said, designing the playbook with Lamar in terms of what he likes to do. And yes, the coaching is absolutely there. And then the idea to actually still develop Lamar, okay, because he is still now doing things from the pocket that he was not able to do last year or early in the season. So it's the it's the perfect storm. I remember going into like fantasy football drafting season, Joe, and they were coming out with quotes, you know, in statements like we're going to push the boundaries of what could be done with this rushing offense. And in a league where everyone tries to copycat the spread and be in this passing sexy league where you can't touch the quarterback and pass interference, they were like, no, 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 we're going to do it the other way. And this is the result. No one can even prepare for the Baltimore Ravens. It's uh, it's crazy. And People don't realize what the kind of gamble here that they took. I mean, you're talking about revamping an entire organization where if it doesn't work, guys, you're talking about setting your franchise back years if he doesn't turn out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Years. Jared Goff. I mean, look at who he played last year. They're screwed. The Rams are absolutely screwed right now because of the money they had to give Jared Goff after that year. And I mean, there's only so much that you can do. And I think it speaks volumes to what the Ravens from ownership down, Biscotti and uh, and the rest of them there. Listen, they like rolling the dice. They are very high energy. They are very, um, they're very go, go, go kind of people. Sure. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. And, you know, Dan, it's amazing to me how many or how the NFL truly, for quarterbacks especially, it's the right fit at the right time. You know, I mean, right. it, it's great with life. But yeah. think about if, if Lamar Jackson goes anyplace else, someplace else, he's probably on the bench. He's a backup. We're not having this conversation, right? If he goes uh, if he goes someplace else. But 
you got in with the right organization at the right time with the right head coach. Uh, mm-hmm. Otherwise, a guy like him, you know, Lamar Jackson, we've seen. Well, it's not the prototypical. Look at how far yeah, he fell no, in the that draft. Makes sense. Look at how far he fell in the draft. So, right, that's what I was amazing, saying. You know, amazing. From Ozzie Newsom, you know, like yep. I said, is the farewell pick. You know, yep. to all, you talk about the organization all in. There were people, okay, and I'll raise my hand as among them. If you rewind like two years ago before this, I was literally saying that all of the coaches in the mm-hmm. AFC North's message was getting stale. Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati, Tomlin in Pittsburgh, and Harbaugh in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. There was talk about maybe his message had gotten stale. Maybe he was going to move on in a little while, right? But yep. you know, the other thing is, and this is something really small, Joe, and I cannot quantify the effect. But you know also a reason that Baltimore went all in on this kid? RG3 is the backup quarterback, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know that RG3, you know, kid is not Lamar, right? But the same skill set can do quote-unquote similar things. They knew that if they were going to go all in on this offense, they even needed a backup quarterback that could operate it if need be. Yep. God forbid Lamar got hurt. And RG3 is a great cautionary tale to Lamar, Lamar's legs, Lamar's ego. You know, because RG3 was the same you know, Haley's Comet a few years ago. You know what I mean? So that's just another example of how completely all in this team went for what their approach is. Down to the backup quarterback, down to signing Mark Ingram in the offseason. You know, trying to rebuilding this team to take their shot with this dynamic kid. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people going, why are you drafting nine tight ends? Like, what are right. you doing? Like, what's going on here? Like, what the, what the hell draft, is this? Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, now you know, guys. They had a plan. Yep. They went with it. And, you know, the ri- listen, the reward is what you're getting right now. But that risk, guys, is, is detrimental. It's you blow it and you structure your team like that. It, you're setting your organization back five to seven years. I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost impossible to recover. So... But you got to give them credit. It's not like the Ravens have been this mediocre team over the last 10 years either. They're used to winning, but that is the ultimate gamble. There's not a lot of owners. There's not a lot of head coaches that would have been willing to risk the downside in order to be able to take a shot of a kid that does not fit the mold. He's not, you know, it's Ozzy. It started with Ozzy and it worked right through. Exactly correct. They were willing to do it and kudos to them. So Congratulations. They are rolling. Who can beat them? Well, that yeah. remains to be seen. Be we interesting matchup. Yeah, we'll see who's uh, who's left on the schedule. That's we'll do that coming up next year on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Just a reminder, make sure you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, the Sports Grid Network. Never miss a show. Get all the fantasy and sports wagering advice you need all the time. YouTube, subscribe to Sports Grid Network. And, of course, check out the highlights and uh, all our favorite clips 
on Instagram at SportsGridTV. And tonight, uh, we told you, 47 basketball, college basketball games, many tournaments, neutral courts, plenty of opportunities to cash in here tonight. And maybe, just maybe, it's time for you to get in the game. And you can do so with DraftKings. Get to the DraftKings Sportsbook because if you're listening or watching us right now, you can get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Now, here's how it works. You just got to create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You make a deposit, and then you go ahead and place your first bet. DraftKings, they'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. Now, the offer eligible for all users, but new users, you guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks. Just head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play. That is sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And welcome in to Make It Rain. Those of you on Pluto TV joining us for the first time, Channel 517. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. It is the grid, sportsgrid.com. And uh, we'll take a look at some of this action here today. And, of course, no uh, no time for rest as we are just 48 hours away from the kickoff to week 13 of the NFL season. We'll take a look at those lines. But it's funny, too, Dane, a couple of things from uh, to wrap up last night in that game. Uh, Karma is a funny thing, man. It really is. Karma is a bitch, right? I mean, that's what we all hear. And I got to think, if you are Patrick Ramsey, Man, you thought you had all the answers, didn't you? I mean, here you got a guy, Marcus Peters, who did not want to be traded, right? Who had done nothing but, you know, he'd been the good teammate. Like, he did not want to go. He had been blamed for everything that was wrong with that uh, defense in the secondary. And then he gets traded for a guy that they think is somehow this magic pill. And everything's going to change because we're just a defensive back away from being a Super Bowl contender. And here we are with a guy that made it absolutely a living hell, not only for the coaches, for the ownership, who was willing to do anything for him uh, and would have paid him huge amounts of money if he just would have, you know, taken a chill pill. But because he had to be who he is, yeah, has he think? I think he's feeling right now going, oh, great. Uh, I ended up at the Rams and yet Marcus Peters, he ends up with the Ravens, one team in all likelihood, is going to the Super Bowl while the other, yeah, no. He's going to try to figure out who in the – maybe he's just not as valuable as he thinks he is now, Dane. Yeah, but the answer to your question is I think he feels just fine because he knows he has the payday coming on the end of the rainbow, okay? And it seems to me that that's what Jalen Ramsey is more about. You know what I mean? The idea of him going back and forth with Khan and Jacksonville, we knew this was about he wanted to get paid. And now, regardless of his performance, regardless of if he wound up on the Rams or not, the Rams traded away two first-round picks for the man. And so he knows, his entourage, his agent knows, they are not going to stomach the fact that they— traded two picks away for what is a half-year rental in a year that they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to sign Ramsey long-term. And so that means he is going to be the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL, which I believe, Joe, is his ultimate goal, and he can worry about winning rings later. He wanted to get paid, and he knows now he's going to. So, yeah, all of that football stuff you talked about, I agree with you. I just don't know that that was Ramsey's priority. 
Yeah, because he certainly looked like a guy last night after that game that was only interested in getting paid. Uh, no, he looked like a guy to me that realized I'm in no man's land here and I am no better off. I'd have gotten the same money in Jacksonville, only I like the people in Jacksonville. Only now I've got to deal with a quarterback who I'm stuck getting $130 million, who's not going to be able to do anything. And at some point, that organization is going to have to look themselves in the mirror and go, all right, so we've got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. We can't afford anything else. Um, but yeah, no, no, it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be just fine here in LA. No, no, you're not. You're an absolute nightmare of an organization right now. Who's got no future. You got nothing going on. You can't even build through the draft because you went out and you thought Jalen Ramsey was going to be the answer. And judging from his reaction last night of getting chirped by Marcus Peters. Yeah. I would say the football game means a little bit more to him than just the dollar bill signs because he was going to get paid regardless. Who the hell wants to get paid in Jacksonville, right? They weren't going to win any games. Well, I got news for you. They ain't winning games in L.A. either, my friend. So, you know, careful what you wish for because that's exactly the reality that he is in right now. Good luck with that, Jill. Let me know how that works out for you. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you that the Rams have backed themselves into a corner. We've been talking about it for the better part of a year. You know, this idea that the chickens will come home to roost. We thought it. That we said the same thing as soon as they signed Goff to the extension. One that, you know, there was no, like, pressure on for them to sign it either, right? Like, somehow, None. like, Carson Wentz Zero. and Dak Prescott made them feel pressure somehow. They didn't have to do it. I completely agree with you. I, I, I just really don't think... You know, I, I don't think that was ra- ra- uh, Jalen Ramsey's trying to win games. Sure, he's going to be mad when Marcus Peters is chirping. But I think he's one of those dudes. You know, we talk about it with Baker Mayfield, you know, about the commercials and the GQ and that kind of stuff. I don't I don't know that that's what motivates him. I really don't. Like, yeah, he got emasculated last night, though, Joe. Of course he's going to react to that. I, I actually think he's, you know, he's laying on his bed of dollars and he's okay. Yeah, well, he ain't laying on him yet. So, uh, yeah. and I got news for you. If you're the Rams at the end of the year, and yeah, you gave up some draft picks to go get him. But if you make him, you set the market again with him like you did with Gurley. I mean, at what right. point does ownership step in with Les Snead and go, listen, Les, a little less dollars, a little less zeros at the end of these contracts? And because uh, you got to take a long look at what's going on here, guys. They had every weapon back. On offense. Okay. They had Cooks. Oh, and by the way, you gave Cooks a boatload of money, too. Yep. Co- you, got, you had everything. So there is zero excuse at home last night to get boat race like that. I mean, listen, he's hard to deal with on defense. I get it. What the hell was your excuse on offense last night? I mean, it, no, every weapon. It was supposed to be the, the coming again. Here comes the coming out party for right. Jared Goff and that offense. Yeah. Um, not good, guys. Not good at all. And I don't know if you can you recoup. Well, actually, I mean, really, at this particular point, how much leverage do they have? Can they trade him next year? Can they or is he just a free agent? Because maybe they can get a pick or two back if they go in it. But I, they're going to have to do something, maybe a sign and trade. Uh, you lock up that kind of money with yeah. a defensive back. Wow. So, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Here's what I think, and we've talked about this before. I, I mean, I know we're talking about this now. I do think ultimately they will pay Jalen Ramsey the money. I think the, the one of the ways that they are going to try to recoup assets, let's say, 
I think they're going to trade one of their three wide receivers, Joe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like the idea we this has been happening for a while with the Rams. The Rams yeah. went out and gave Tavon Austin something like 50 <laughs> some odd million. Right. Yeah. And then they went and doubled it up by, you yeah. know, signing Bobby Woods to a big contract before Robert Woods kind of broke out. Now we think Robert Woods is a good wide receiver when he was toiling mm-hmm. up in Buffalo for years. No one thought he deserved the contract he got with the Rams, okay? The Rams have been giving out money to skill position and sexy names for a while, okay? Unfortunately, with this offense, you kind of got to believe that a kid like Josh Reynolds can approximate what you're getting out of one of these three wide receivers. I believe that they are going to move either Cooks or Woods in the offseason and try to get a draft pick or two back. I know it's not the perfect answer, but it's the only place, Joe, they can deal from strength on this roster. You know what I mean? And I think that's what they're going to have to do. Because, you know, I I know we're talking about this, but I really do believe it's a fait accompli. They have to sign Ramsey because they they, they gave up two picks for him. And Les Steed isn't going to go into that owner's office, you know, into that. The GM's not going to go into that owner's office being like, yeah, we thought the rental would work. But no, like, I don't think they're going to put that egg on their face. And in terms of all the money, maybe they just think they're going to get a ton of revenue from the new stadium, Joe. (sighs) Ah. I got to tell you, that's, uh, Maybe that's they why don't the have right now. one, two, they don't have a first round pick until 2022. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah. crap. You're still going to have to pay him no matter what happens here at this point. Otherwise, you gave up two years worth of picks for, for nothing. For what? For, nothing. for a dude, I just, amazing to me, the cap situation. So it, trust me, if you are uh, if you are a fan of any other organization that you feel like maybe you're a little tight under the cap, yeah, do yeah. not feel bad because the Rams are going to be in purgatory here for the next couple of years. And if you're Sean McVay, how much longer does he stay around if that's the situation here? What if Sean McVay doesn't believe in golf? What if he goes to ownership and says, this dude can't play? I mean, I think they're coming to that realization in Chicago, only they didn't write him the check that, right. that the Rams did. But, I mean, is there really any difference between Trubisky and golf right now? No, the difference is that, remember, I we just say this all the time, these middle group quarterbacks, right, if they have everything in place, they'll right. look really good. And for right. the first 10 weeks of last season, they had everything in place, Joe. Place. And, <laughs> literally. Yep. And then you yep. had the girly knee stuff. Don't forget you had Cup go out to it around that yep. time last year. Yep. And it changed. And then yep. we saw it. You know, I well, we should go and Venmo Brian looked this up. What is the guaranteed money on the yeah. golf contract? That because remember, Joe, what is it like 130 some odd million? But we say all the time, NFL contracts are written on damn toilet paper. Okay, so I'd be interested to see what the guaranteed money is because this offseason is real cost? to have a lot yeah. of veterans on the merry-go-round. Yep. 110 guaranteed. Damn. Oh god, dude. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Guys, just cross the Rams off your you list right now. Here, cross them off, man. My word. <laughs> All right. Les Need, executive of the year. Congratulations. Holy crap. What's the future next year? Under. Yeah. 
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. It's funny we're, uh, we're we're laughing because uh, the Rams could not be in worse position and worse shape right now with a 110 million guaranteed contract to a quarterback who we're comparing to Mitchell Trubisky and you know how great that is um, and they've got all of this guaranteed money tied up in a defensive uh, tackle in a running back who uh, let's face it is not what he was and what you paid him for now you've got a you know, you got a defensive back over here, which we've we we watched last night. How much that helped against Lamar Jackson and company. So uh, they're going to have to pay him. I, no draft picks, no first round draft picks till 2022. Guys, write this down. The futures come out again next year with the Rams. It was ten and a half this year, Dane. If it's more than eight, I will be blown away next year. If it is, I can't wait to yeah. see that. But we're trying to figure out ways to recoup maybe some of the assets back. And Bavona and the guys from Pitt brought up an interesting thing. You know, Sean McVay is an asset, uh, you know, an asset. He is definitely an asset. And if it's, could we possibly see, hey, Jerry, you want Sean McVay as your coach? Hey, uh, the Mara family, you want, is he worth a first round pick in your mind? Is he worth, do you think an owner would pay for him? I do not. I do not, nor do I think the Rams would actually make him available via trade. You know, I mean, we're talking about it now. We're, we're piling on a little bit. But I do remember, Joe, also yesterday, we also talked about, you know, the recency bias and how we do not fall prey to that. And we stay we stay centered. So, let I, I, you know, it's fun to talk about. I don't think – I think it's a little over the top to talk about that they're going to then trade Vic Vey as a um, – as a response, I don't think there's anything over the top about the future of the Rams being as bleak as it is. So yes, you that can't I agree with possibly you. expect a organization to hold on to a great coach when they're winning six games a year. You got to strike while the iron is hot. And that iron will not be hot for much longer because all of that Sean McVay's a genius. Yeah, no, it's not carrying over this year, and it's not going to carry over next year. And you and I both know the coach is going to get blamed before anybody else, not the $110 million quarterback. You know what it's going to be? Sean McVay is not as good as we thought he was because Jared Goff, he told us to pay Jared Goff. We asked him. He thought he could. This is all going to land on him. So, you know, part of of being – Smart in the organization is to go, well, we got to get what we can get while the while the iron is hot. And I don't know. You got to think Les Need went to him and said, listen, should we get what what do you think we need here? Um, Should we pay them? Because if they didn't if they didn't ask about Jared Goff, if he didn't sign off on Jared Goff, why the hell are they writing a hundred and ten million dollar contract? For a quarterback, like you said, that needs everything, all the I's dotted, all the T's. Absolutely. 
I Yes, I'm with you on all of these things, that the walls are closing in on them financially. It was a dumb move. When they made the trade for Ramsey, I remember you, me, and Blewett all talking about how they must think this is the cherry on top. You only do this if you believe this is the cherry on top. We agreed. We thought they miscalculated. I'm with you on the Rams season win total next year. Not only because of this, but as you look at the rest of that division, every other team is on the upswing or has an MVP <laughs> candidate, yeah, right? Exactly. Even Arizona. Arizona, you have to think, is getting better and better over the, you know, the the medium-term future, mm -hmm. right? So I'm with you on all that. I think it is a step too far to think they will trade McVay. That's all mm. I'm saying. I think that is a step too far. You're right. The big wonder boy coach, the shine may come off the rose, but I do not think that's the way they will look to recoup an asset. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, but again, I... <laughs> It's not a uh, it's not a overreaction recency bias. He was overrated to begin with last year, and the signs were there. Everything going your way is one thing, but actually being able to you get out coached by Belichick in the Super Bowl number one. Somebody had to have gone to lesson and said, "Pay this guy." That's going to fall on him, and we know how crazy guys like Jerry Jones are. How guys are willing to get, they will do anything to be able to, I mean, how much longer, let me ask you this, how much longer does Jason Garrett last in Dallas, realistically? If they, let's oh, say they you. lose Thursday, how much longer you. does Garrett last? No, 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 I think he lasts the whole season. I, think, you, I don't you, think they, I do. Yes, I okay. do not think they make the move in season. You don't think they, uh, all right, so how many jobs would you say right now will be available next year in the NFL? Uh, Roughly... Five or six. Uh, New York, do you think the Giants? Possibly. All right, so Atlanta, right? Atlanta, the Giants. Sure. I'll give you that Dallas, one, sure. Dallas, Dallas yep. for sure, right? Yep. And who else would we consider uh, to be on the hot seat? Everybody else has got uh, – who else is – no, you got a new coach. So, really, I think there's only only a handful of them, only right? You know, right? there's I always mean, like a surprise, though, also, you know, like we're going through it. There will be one that maybe we didn't think of. That's kind of a surprise. Tomlin's um, not going anywhere, right? Tomlin is, no. Doug Marone is gone. Oh, Marone, that's a good one. Four, you know, that's a like, good but one. But I'm saying there may be one that we don't think of that comes out of nowhere. You know what oh, I mean? Maybe Matt Nagy they move on from. Who knows? Ooh. Right, but I'm just saying. So if How about Patricia? Number, what? How about Patricia? I think he has the excuse with Stafford, and he lost yeah, Stafford and Kerry Johnson. Yep. He lost yep. the starting running back and starting quarterback, right? But all I'm saying is we identified right now, like, what, three or four. I'll throw mm -hmm. in the one surprise one that happens, and you get to about four or five, like I four said. Four or five, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, there will be movement. I don't know that Jerry makes the move in season. I guess he would go Oof. to Kellen Moore, but, you know, I, I don't think the, they actually uh, that's do you think Kellen Moore, if they lose, let's say on Thursday, do you think Kellen Moore gets the boot first? <sighs> Maybe. Although, remember, we're like two months removed from talking about from how him. great of a right. caller he is. Right. You know, and how yep. he's this prodigy. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's hard to do that. I, 
I really think it's hard in season. I mean, we saw it in Washington, but there are a lot of things going on there, right? Let's if we take a step oh, back. Washington is another right. You're right. Uncommon. That's five. Yep. 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 It is uncommon to make the move in season, Joe. And we've already yep. had one. I don't How know that kitchens? we have a lot of years where there's multiple moves in season. How about kitchens? Possible. All right. So that's, that's yeah. So I think no, similar I don't to think Doug Peterson goes deep. Doug Peterson? I don't think so. I don't. I think Doug's got the built-in excuse too with all the injuries. But I don't I think, think the, he's going. It will open up for the Browns. The Browns are going to wind up with seven wins, and Kitchens will be fine. And Kitchens will survive that. You think he'll? We'll we'll go into next year with Kitchens. The Jets wind up with five wins because they got Cincy and Miami. You know they're four and seven now, Joe. They got Cincy the and Miami. Are. Yeah, the, the Jets are four wins, and, and Cleveland's got five. So let's say they win three it's out of the seven. last four. Half yeah, so they're get seven. Dan firing their coach. They're going to be like, Dan, oh, we like the strides yeah. that Baker or Darnold are making. We have to stick with it and not upset consistency for our young quarterbacks. Each you team would have it. a – Jets would definitely have, you know, excuses with Mono and C.J. Mosley right. and blah, blah, yep. blah. And Built the Browns as well, I believe, with all the drama mm-hmm. that has come their way. Yeah, and then the question remains, listen, we there are five, I think we can say safely, with Washington and what we just remember. You're going to have five jobs open. Who the hell's coming from college? Is there anybody from college? Lincoln Besides Riley. Riley. And I think I only think Riley's going if the situation is Dallas. Dallas, right? I mean, that's, that's it, I right? That's I it. said on Sunday, remember? And you were like, nah, right. you can't beat Baylor. And I was like, no, Lincoln Riley. But I don't to... know that he... Dallas. Does he Dallas. leave Oklahoma Dallas, Dallas. for Dallas, though? Like, does he leave Oklahoma for Dallas? Does Jerry take a risk by bringing in an unknown commodity to the NFL because he was good? Oklahoma's been good for 40 years. Like, he didn't do anything new to Oklahoma. Like, it's not Jerry. It's not Jimmy Johnson. That's Jimmy Johnson was a totally different aspect. You're talking about McVay. Like, this is the new McVay. If he wants to get the hot new name that he thinks can bring this offense, it would be Lincoln Riley. The other college coach I'd name would be Matt Rule. Yeah, uh, does Matt Rule, because he should have been with the Jets. Um, that would have been it. So, But then oh. that means it's got to come from the the other group, which is, of course, the either retreads or the – league i'm willing to bet mccarthy is back next year too i agree yes absolutely right there yeah everyone's talking about this san francisco defensive line coordinator oh right this guy's been on camera more than jimmy g (laughs) it's it's so true like are we not yeah talk about recency bias my god the guy was like a finance dude like a couple of years ago before he started getting into football like come on and then (laughs) There'll be one one or two other coordinators that we don't know right now, you know, that'll be hot names that'll get interviews. Um, there'll be one other college guy that we're not naming that'll be hot, that'll get interviews. Um, and we keep it moving. But I think that's about right, Joe. Call it four or five jobs. And we talked about some of the the, the sexy coach, college coaches. We talked about right. some of the sexy coordinator names. And then obviously there's the retreads and the merry-go-round as well. I think, well, well Fangio is going to be good to go. Atlanta, we know. And Sharma, to me, is he not on the, is anybody, are they saying anything about him being on the hot seat in New York? Not really. Not Nothing. really. It's not loud like it is with Gaze. Here's another name, right. though, Joe. 
And we talked about this team wanting to turn the page on a number of levels for a number of reasons. What about Riverboat Ron? Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that. Does Is it time to move? And if that's the like, case, uh, does he remain unemployed very long? Ron, thanks a million. We're going to move right. on, and we're going to find a coach that can maximize Christian McCaffrey. Does he? <laughs> does, but does, see, a guy like River, to me, like Riverboat Ron, is unemployed for about 30 seconds. I think, I think one of the, not a head coach. I think he'd come back as a coordinator right away. Immediately, right? So he wouldn't be unemployed at all. Does Rex, uh, the sexy Rexy, get another shot? Knocking on the door also. Because he, he's dying to get back, isn't he? Yeah, and I'll tell yeah. you the truth. I, I think he deserves a shot. I'm with you, man. Absolutely. I mean, just as a Jets fan, I mean, what I've seen in coaching right now, like Rex Ryan uh, is, it, it, you know, is the quality of an NFL head coach. Yes, he can do the job. Yep. And I'm a big fan of these guys that step away from the game for a year or two to maybe get some perspective too, Dane. You know, and guys like Rex, I think McCarthy comes back a totally different guy. I think he comes back totally rejuvenated, ready to go. Take a step back. Yep, exactly. And I think that's that's actually a really good thing. I do think some of the guys like... You know, Greg Roman is probably going to get, you know, opportunities now. Like, stop with that, guys. You know, some guys are just better coordinators, period. And that's, you know, and if you're Greg Roman, why the hell are you leaving? Like, well, look at what you. Uh, you leave it until Lamar tears his ACL. Then you can go. <laughs> <laughs> then you can go. That's exactly. But you got it. a window. And yep. I don't know if that window is one week or three years. But yep. right now. You yep. have the best, most dynamic team in the NFL. It's yep. going to change when he gets hurt. And it's yep. going to happen at some point. I don't wish it on the man. It may yep. happen in, next week against uh, Boza and San Francisco. It may not happen for four years. Okay? But in that time, you may get a Lombardi trophy, so you shouldn't go anywhere. Let me ask you this. Urban Meyer, does he make the jump if Jerry calls? I've heard, I've heard this name. A bunch. That's an interesting one. I don't one know well. that he does. I mean, I heard he wants to go to USC. I've heard USC is the landing spot for mine. I think that's why he went to LA. I really do. I think that's why he went out to do the Fox show. I think I he's think coaching. I'm not sure it's in the NFL. But what's I mean, the best job? Hypothetically, what's the best job in the NFL next year? I know what I think. We'll talk about it. In a little. Talk about that when we uh, come back. Plus, we'll take a look. At some of these early lines for this week, we'll do it next year. Let's make it rain on the grid. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Talking about the uh, the hot seat in the NFL, I mean, there is no doubt between Jerry yesterday and 
some of these uh, some of these teams that the future is not looking bright on at all. And uh, through 12 weeks, I think it's pretty safe to say we uh, we have an idea of the ascending organizations and the descending organizations. And then you've got that dreaded middle, which is like, Ugh. but the way uh, the way we figured it, you know, when you look at Washington, right, you're going to have Washington in all likelihood, Dallas. You're going to have, I think, Jacksonville. You're Atlanta. going to have. Yeah, Atlanta for sure. It's going to be there. Hopefully, That's maybe the already. Giants. You know, yeah, exactly. But the question is, who, what organization? If you were a Lincoln Riley, or if you were an Urban Meyer, or if you were that, what's the best situation out there, and why is it the best? Is it simply because money, or I mean, who's got the best talent? You think of an organization right now that you could walk in and win with rather quickly? Talent on that team is a big factor, is mm. not necessarily the only piece of the pie in my decision, my decision making. But the best talent of teams that I think will be searching for a coach will be the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's that's hard. Yeah. Er, and that's it. Doesn't look. They got a great any team. Look as good as paper. The, I mean, does any team look at the, and the only and you know, it's crazy as it sounds. Can't we say the same with Atlanta? I mean, yes, doesn't it, right? but the talent is aging there. Right. You right, know, right, the talent yes. is aging there between Freeman, Julio, and Matty Ice. Right. And another know. team horrifically with the cap. Horrific with right. the cap. But honestly, Joe, one thing, though, yes, the talent of the team is one thing. But mm-hmm. then I would be away from Cleveland because of the dumpster fire that the organization kind of is. And another thing, if I'm looking at jobs, I look at the division. Okay, I look at the division oh. I'm in because game okay. job one is to win your division, right? So mm-hmm. the AFC North is shaping up to have Lamar Jackson there for a while, <laughs> you know? So I don't know. I got another Big division time. where that division has two quarterbacks kind of moving on in the next few years. I think has some talent, and I think there's some quick fixes there. I'll tell you the job I would take. And what quarterback that will be available next year do you want? We'll count, we'll tackle yep. that. And there's a bunch of them, guys. We'll talk sure about that be. coming up. Yep, interesting.